Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 2006's Idiocracy, directed by Mike Judge and starring Luke Wilson and Maya Rudolph. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? I went to the theater and watched Oppenheimer, um, the movie that we're all talking about. Boom. Yeah. I'm going on Tuesday. Nice. Mm -hmm. You will enjoy yourself, I'm sure. Um, And I mean, like, obviously, if... Whenever you talk about modern movies, you got to talk about like, oh, no spoilers. Well, obviously, there's no spoilers for Oppenheimer. <laughs> it's all just about, you know, like the the really twisted evil stuff that our government involves themselves in. And um, and also like what they task people to do and then, uh, you know, turn their back on them. Uh, we all know about Robert Oppenheimer's mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know, whole, whole story. But, um, yeah, it's a I really enjoyed it. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a real achievement. Yeah. It's, I've been looking forward to this for I mean, since I heard about it. Yes. Over a year ago, at least. Um, I will give one spoiler away, kind of semi. Um, it's it's got the deepest cast I've ever seen in a movie. Okay, you know, like you're just like your jaws on the floor the whole time. All right. Yep. I'm ready. Cool. I'm ready, man. <laughs> cool. Um, I watched. It wasn't a movie, but it was a limited series on Netflix called Midnight Mass. Have you heard of this? Yes, I have. Um, there was some there's some good buzz about it. Um, it was all right. Okay. It's uh, I think it's seven parts. It's from Mike Flanagan. It, I think it's based on some Stephen King thing, mm. or like loosely based on something. I I don't really know. Don't quote me on that. But really, it's it's kind of a horror, psychological, religious like show like that. Um, where this priest shows up to this small like fishing town, um, and kind of miracles start happening and weird stuff starts happening, okay. and it kind of revitalizes people's faith. And um, people are questioning what's happening, and you don't know what's really going on, and you know there's a mystery about it. So okay, right. it's all about that and questions. You know, religious, they, all the characters that goes into their lives and shit. You know, so yeah, of course. Yeah, and I mean, it's fine. I didn't love it, but it's not bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying not to spoil stuff because if you do want to watch it, like I don't want to give away stuff. Yeah, but, but yeah. yeah, there's some cool twists and turns that happen in it. But I will say that I. I hated the the protagonist in it. I really hated this dude. Um, <laughs> I, not because he was a bad actor, or right. I just didn't like the character, and I just I just had no time for this dude. Okay, I hated him. And he's the main character. He's the protagonist. All right. There's well, a male and female protagonist. I love the female protagonist. It was uh, Kate Siegel plays it. Oh plays yeah. Her, so okay. and she was great. And like the priest is played by Hamish Linklater, and he's actually quite good in it. See that that's that's why the I, reason to watch it is for him. All the reviews I saw was yeah. like spotlighting Hamish Linklater. Yeah, like he's he's the reason to watch the show. Okay. Yeah. So um if if it sounds intriguing to you, give give it a go. So Right. All right. So now let's talk about a movie called Idiocracy, Dave. Why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Okay, yes. Uh so this is uh Mike Judge's film and his warning about uh what the human race will devolve into in five hundred years if certain societal issues aren't addressed uh right now. And um, our guide through the dystopia are two people who were uh, part of a government hibernation program in our time, and they accidentally were thrown out with the trash and rediscovered in the hellscape future. Um, It's both funny and really bleak, which makes for fun discussion. So let's dig in. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It definitely does. And this movie came out in 2006, right? It feels like it's like 2006. The, uh, the, yeah. the style of movie. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely does. Right. Um, th- th- there's one aspect of 2006 that is inescapable. Yeah. And I wasn't, 
I, it had probably been since 2006 that I'd seen the movie. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. I remembered them using this word at least it, once in the movie, but I didn't remember it like being used 20 times. I was yeah, like, Yeah, I didn't Whoa. count, but I know I needed more than two hands. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. it's like, and it, it, it man. <laughs> I guess we'll talk about it now. The language in it is definitely early aughts. You I know, know, it is people are dropping slurs left and right, and they're used in slur fashion. They're not being, it's not funny. Like, no. they're not commenting on it or anything. It's just they're using it. And, like, yeah. I, I, I won't bullshit you guys. Um, there were times when it was used that I, I still felt some kind of a chuckle, you know? There's a couple minor ones where it's kind of funny. Right. But and, and, no. And I, I guess that's when, when it's used in the service of a joke, it, it, it conceivably, you know, like, it, it, look, I'm not made of stone. It does happen. Well, I noticed it, it's when it's not being used derogatorily, that's when I laugh at it. I know. Like, that's when it's funny. Right. But when they're using it to insult people, yes. I, I don't didn't find it funny at all. Like, that's the joke. You called someone an F. I know. You know, that's not funny. It's not. It's and not Teen Wolf here, man. Uh, right. Come on. That I, wasn't funny either. But. I mean, but, it, but it's amazing that, like, you know, a movie that was only made 17 years ago, like, feels like it was, like, that aspect of it yeah. feels so dated. And... I, I, I mean, if I think about movies that I saw in 1987 um, that were made in 1970, yeah. it, it doesn't feel nearly as, you know, kind of uh, like the, the gap there. Like society hadn't moved on that that fast. Uh-huh. And like <laughs> it's it's just it's really jarring to hear maybe, people just using that word like maybe, just so casually <laughs> like that. Maybe there is hope for humanity now, Dave, possible, because now we're like, no, we we hate this now. I mean, most the majority of society, I think. Is agreeing with us mostly, I think. Like, a lot of the mainstream is, like, not using these words anymore. Yes. At, at least I, I know there's still factions that do, but... There are Christian hate preachers who definitely use this word <laughs> at all times. Yes. You know? But, um, yeah, for the most part, you're right. I like, feel like, yeah, the majority are moving away from this. Yes. Uh, so there's hope for us. We won't end up in the great trash avalanche of 2506 <laughs> or whatever yeah, it is that's, that's, that happens in this movie. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Right. That's, I find it hilarious. That's the first thing we went to. I, 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 I had know. to get it off my chest, I think. I, I agree, because I, I was thinking those <laughs> get it out of the way. It's like, you know, like, Ugh. I mean, he, it, it, the, the, the word is very prominent in this movie. And, and obviously, if you've seen the movie, you know that already. But if you haven't, I mean, geez, just, just know going in. And it's not just that know. word. They use other ones, too. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's very, it would be considered problematic today. But yes. and, and of, if Mike Judge was making it today, yeah. I know he wouldn't have done what he did. I don't know. I don't know what Mike's like today, honestly. He's very much, um, he's on the right side of history. He's he's always kind of been on the right side, yeah. but he's just, I think it was of the time. Yeah. And he's from that generation where that's what you did. Exactly. So, yeah, if he's moved on, good for Mike Judge. Right. Good for, and I, I've always loved Mike Judge. Like, I, way a, back to, to Beavis and Butthead. Like, I've been a fan of his, yeah, yeah for 30 years now. Yeah. I mean, I've been watching his stuff. King of the Hill is one of the great shows ever, I, and... Uh, like Office Space, we've done an episode on that. I love that movie, right. and he's done a lot of great movies. So, yeah, you're right about King of the Hill. It's it's probably my all time favorite cartoon. Yeah, um, I've I even it even got past like it's probably I love it as much as I love The Simpsons. You know, and I've seen it like you know all the I like it more than The Simpsons. Yeah, of course, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And I think the world he builds here is it's so smart. Like yeah. corporate takeover and like just run amok here and. The idios- idiocracy, I, I mean, dumb people taking over, which, I mean, 
you can argue they already have, but it's, it's so yeah. plausible. Yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, like, like, like it's it's we're 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 definitely like living a variation it's, of it's it as right if, now. Okay, so let's just pretend Beavis and Butthead, they just took over the world and everyone acted like them yeah all the time that's this world <laughs> i mean and that's and it there, there are segments of the population yeah. where that has happened yeah. and like they uh and, and it's even more dangerous than, than what's portrayed here obviously i mean like yeah. if it was just beavis and butthead who were just just idiots then that would be one thing but mm-hmm. i mean like it's idiots who think they're smart and who have influence and power right you know um <laughs> Which is way worse than even idiocy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, like, let's get in the movie now. I guess right. um, they. Uh, so you mentioned the synopsis. They get frozen and they go to, into a hibernation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet uh, Luke Wilson, who plays Joe. He's the most average guy in the military. Um, and they show a chart of all his tests, and everything is just at fifty yeah. <laughs> percent. Which yeah. is really, that's a great joke. There's this bell curve where he's like right in the middle of yeah. the chart and it's just this spike right at 50. And, and yeah, it's, and, and he's they, the average Joe, man. Exactly. And, and the narrator, uh, this guy, Earl Mann, who, whose voice you've heard in other things. Yeah. I, it's he just in a ton of stuff. Um, he's kind of like ever present through it and he guides you through, um, like some exposition yeah. stuff. And like when he's talking about the, the averageness of Joe, uh, like, <laughs> You see Luke Wilson, and then you, you kind of, like, on another level go, you know, Luke Wilson himself, like, screams uh, every day, you know, uh-huh. uh, just, he's, I mean, he doesn't look average, you know. Yeah, he's a great-looking guy. He's a really handsome dude. Performance and his ability and the things you've seen him in, like, I, I'm trying to think of, like, any kind of performance he's ever given in a movie that really knocked me out. Even when he's been good and stuff. Yeah, he's pretty average. He, he just <laughs> He's just a guy who's there, you know. He is like you're right, man. I never thought much about that, but all his roles, he's just kind of a guy who's there. Yeah, he's not doing much. Even in like Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, I mean, like that's what like, I was thinking in yeah. my head. I was picturing him. Right. It's just like man, he looks, he's so casual. I know. Yeah, not, he looks fantastic, but like he he's not he's not blowing me away with his performance though. And yeah. I mean, Luke, if you're listening, I'm sorry to say those things about you, but it but I, it's unfortunately not true. not to say they're bad performances. No, I think it suits what he's doing. Like that, that's, that's why he's cast there because what he does is what is needed for right. that that role. So, and when you say average, I'm, yeah, we're not saying you, he's bad. We're not saying he's good exactly, <laughs> but but he's, he's definitely he's just like he's a Wait, purgatorial actor. Are we saying actor. he might actually be average? Uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and no, he's great. I yeah. love Luke Wilson. Right. Um. So the movie actually did open with this like voiceover explaining how yeah. this happens because d- smart people and intelligent people in today, like modern times, are waiting to have kids and like you know trying to be smart financially before that you know yeah a lot of people are like that, and because they populate so little because of that, these other idiot people in trailers are like having eighteen babies with all random you know baby mamas and shit everywhere. Uh huh. And they're all the dumb population, quote unquote. Right. That that multiplication is just outpacing the smart people. So in 500 years, everyone's IQ just drops due to evolution. <laughs> yes. Because they, they, yeah, they, they multiply exponentially. And and the, the, those issues that were those societal issues yeah. are not dealt with. I mean, we, we, we right. don't deal with poverty, you know, and yeah. when when people are. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, here we go. So so you have like one guy who has <laughs> six sister wives and they all have six kids by him. I mean, uh, that happens. So Mike Judge saw these people in real life and was like, yeah, OK, right. this is what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. 
Right. So, I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's, this is what's going to happen. Those kids are going to do the exact same thing. Right. Yeah. And, and Mike Judge's uh, vision will become reality. Yep. And the movie shows that. It shows, like, just like a, a family tree chart multiplying. Right. right. <laughs> like, just taking over society. Yes. Um, and, th- and that's the world we get into. So, he's in the army. He gets selected for this, you know, cryo freeze experiment because mm-hmm. they're going to freeze their most intelligent and their best warriors to be released at any time, you know, because that's what the army wants to do. Of course. <laughs> Which I don't find that too far-fetched either. No, but... <laughs> super soldiers is probably a real thing. Yes. So, um, <laughs> but they're going to test it on Joe just to make sure it works, you know? <laughs> and he's so average they won't miss him if he dies, you know? It's just no family, just if he if it doesn't work, who cares? It's just Joe. And he's he's an army librarian. Like they they show. Yeah, he's his, in the basement. Right. They're just some. It's a basement. Like uh, it, it, there's all these like files and everything. Yeah. And, and he just sits there all day, like doing nothing. Doing nothing. He watches TV at his desk. Yeah. And uh, this sergeant comes in. Um, Robert Musgrave is the guy. The guy from yeah. Bottle Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he comes in, and it's one of my favorite scenes of dialogue in the movie where he's trying to tell. Uh, Joe, you know, about the program Mm -hmm. and like Joe is, is he doesn't want to be part of it because he likes the job that he's got. He's got, I only got like five more years and then I'll get my pension, you Uh know? And, uh, and he I remember at one point he like says, well, don't I have to train my replacements? And the guy's like, no, I don't think you have to train somebody to sit on their ass and watch TV. Yeah. yeah. And I (laughs) I love that joke. I, and the, the other joke that I love about this scene is where he, uh, he says uh, something about like, um, uh, well, uh, our commander always said, you know, lead, follow, or get out of the way. Yeah. And uh, and Robert Musgrave's like, you weren't supposed to just get out of the way, Joe. <laughs> like, the whole point of that is supposed to, like, embarrass you into leading or at least uh-huh. following. And Joe goes, well, I'm not embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of really related to Luke Wilson. It's really moment, funny, you like, because that's not, <laughs> any any person would think, okay, yeah, that's, that's how it works, yeah. right? Yeah. Not Joe. He's like, well, I'll take the option that's easiest. Know, I'll get out of the exactly. way. <laughs> and, and it's so crazy because, like, at, at one time, I, I might have been, like, the other way. I might have done the, the, the quote-unquote right thing and yeah. led or, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. But, like, now I'm just like, no. I, I, I am going to get out of the way because I know that that's a bunch of bullshit. And the, exactly, the reason yeah. we're, in this, we're in this fucking morass that we're in is because of too many people who are leading or following. Yeah, right. You know, and, and, and just going against their better nature. Uh, yeah, if, if we could have a world that was more about loafing, then we, we, yeah, <laughs> we'd right? all be better off. Yep. So they got Joe, and they also get a female mm-hmm. to do the experiment. They get Maya Rudolph, who plays Rita, and she's a street worker, you know? She's yep. a woman of the night. Yes. And so they, because she has no family or life or prospects, they just get her. Her and- pimp... Pay, is paid for her to do this or something. <laughs> yes, the the, the the army guy in charge of the of the of Collins. The Collins. He he paid off upgrade to to get Rita into the you know upgrade with two D's for his double dose of pimping. <laughs> you know, it's like it's another really funny sequence of yeah. when, when Collins is explaining. He has like, the slideshow yes, pictures, yeah, and he says something about like you know what well, <laughs> you, you see the 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 love of a pimp is much different than that of a square. Yeah, he starts going into pimping lifestyle. <laughs> like, like you, you see this little crack, you're like, wait, this guy like is really interested uh-huh. in being a pimp. Right. What it's like. <laughs> and then you start, they're like, just skip ahead, please, Collins. Uh-huh. And he's like, okay, but it's really interesting. Like, And there's like 40 slideshows of him with upgrade pimping. 
like he, with champagne and yes, all these hoes. Yes, I, he has to he has to hit the button really fast. Yeah, you know to skip through. Literally, down. like fifty pictures right. go by, and, and the other officers are like, Jesus Christ, Collins, you know. Um, yeah, because this guy really was seduced by it's the lifestyle. Such an awesome joke, and <laughs> yes. it's a gigantic plot mover. It is like this is why the events of the movie happen because of this guy pimping. Exactly, <laughs> this guy who got interested in the pimp lifestyle. Yeah, who you know, as as uh, as someone who's in the army, who's like one of their jobs is to protect and serve and be a you know like a civil a public servant, uh-huh. um, and look out for the public. Uh, you know, what does he do? He goes the opposite way. <laughs> he looks at this man who is truly evil and says, I got to have that. I got to do that. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, truly irresponsible. Oh, Collins. my God. Yeah. So they freeze Maya Rudolph and they freeze Luke Wilson. And then over the they're, it's supposed to last one year, right? It's right. a test. So in a year, we'll get him out. But over that the course of that year. Collins gets arrested for being a pimp. Yes, yes. and they forget about the experiment because <laughs> uh, he like was part. Yeah, he, he was the head of the experiment, and because he's now taken away, the government just forgets completely about you know the whole experiment. And now there's Ugh. just these two sarcophaguses that are thrown out of the trash. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, they have to like bulldoze the building and everything yeah. because of Collins' new lifestyle. Yes, yes, exactly. Because he he gave up. Obviously, he probably you know like. Had clearances and yeah and, you right ah oh, man yeah yeah so that that's how we get into the events of the movie because <laughs> of collins <laughs> yes. wanting to be a pimp right i oh. find that so funny that's do, probably my so. favorite aspect of this movie actually collins? i just i just love collins so yeah. much just the, the the idea of of this guy being so seduced by that lifestyle <laughs> right to yeah. the point where he throws his whole career in the <laughs> toilet to, to to do this um yeah pretty amazing so now, uh, move 500 years later, right? Yes. And there's a giant avalanche of trash, because I guess there's just piles of trash the size of skyscrapers now. Right, right. Because everyone's so dumb, they don't know what to do. There's just piles of trash, piles of garbage, and um, a trash truck is dumping more trash on top, and it triggers an avalanche. And you, you see the truck driving on top of the piles? Um, cause it's like, so ridiculous. I mean, it's and it's just the, these vast, you know, like uh, this shot of... of the most massive landfill you've ever seen. And yeah, like you said, uh, it's they, the they, size of a city. Yes. The um, movie is full of extremes. Like right. this, this world we are in now in the future is just to the most extreme, horrible dystopian thing you can see. Like it's, right. it's not like a Mad Max world or like some weird sci-fi movie. It's, it's just dumb people, garbage everywhere. The laziest pieces of crap, in the world (laughs) just watching tv all day uh doing the most base human things right all day every day and not thinking and it's technically still a society yeah there's still a structure right which is the i guess that's the the uh the difference between this and like you said a mad max type world is that there there there's still some kind of uh you know, pillars there, even though everyone is like you just like you just described. Right. And we've seen in other movies before, like corporations kind of run the whole. Yes. Like, much like they do today. But it's very blatant in the future. Right. <laughs> um, they just own everything. And that's how it's run. I think it's just corporate greed. Right. So but, but like the one thing about that is if everyone's idiots, wouldn't like these companies still be run by idiots? And 
how are they smart enough to know like to get these profits and like I don't well, know. I, I you're right. That that is kind of an inconsistency. Yeah. And, and maybe maybe at some point during the de-evolution, the the corporate infrastructure was built in such a way that it would just run itself. And that's maybe, true. You know, it, it's a machine that right. just lives on. Yes. It's almost just probably AI powered. You know. Yeah. And, it could be. And so that 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 if if the if people get worse then yeah. that must mean that the, the machine gets better because we do see technology in the movie like yes. there's like carl's jr dispensers and yes stuff. that's right there's yeah. one scene where a woman's trying to get the food out of this carl's jr vending machine <laughs> and it's telling her like that uh she's she can't be hitting the machine right and so it sprays like mace in her face or something is like and we're calling like Human services. We're going to take your children. Yes, Carl Jr. now owns your children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's exactly. And, cause, and the way the way she pays for it is with that barcode tattoo yeah. that they all have. And you just like wave this at, at any you know kiosk yeah. or jail that's or whatever. That's how you pay, and that's how you everything's yeah. that's how everything's I paid. Um, and yeah, and she somehow the Carl's Jr. Corporation has <laughs> has knowledge of your family, and they can just take your kids. Well, yeah, I mean it's a freaking blade runner world like right i mean everything you're constantly being watched you know i i don't know it's a 1984 situation almost right it it, it is it is sinister yeah but, but the the humor because it's a comedy there, yeah. there's obviously a lot of humor there yeah the vending machine says like your children will now be placed in the custody of carl's jr yeah exactly <laughs> and it's like you know well uh, oh yeah, welcome to carl's jr fuck you you know it, it's it's got this this weird like corporate um Everything is is completely corporatized, but but because it's 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 being run by idiots, they they yeah. they still you know talk like idiots, right? Yeah, so I think we've set up the world pretty good. Probably um, so, yeah. They uh, so Joe gets unfrozen because of this avalanche. His machine like is caught in the trash pile, and it his it slides down into like Dax Shepard's apartment, right? And then he is unfrozen. Dax Shepard plays Frito Pendejo. <laughs> Um, which is everyone in this movie is like named after products and I stuff. Mean, I love it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And we, we, we see it. Frito. At, I mean, like the way Frito lives is what, okay. I, they never did explain it in the movie, but there's those buckets of like, what looks like, like popcorn butter Yeah, that everyone just slops and they eat. Yeah. Um, he's always eating it. He's, or he's like drinking it through a straw. Uh-huh. Um, and there's just like like spent buckets of it all over the apartment. Yep. Um, is that like the, I guess that that's technically the food source for everybody in it. Yeah. Idiocracy. Yeah. Um, it's probably made by the same corporation that makes Brondo. Probably. Yes. You know, um, yes. And like, I, I guess, I guess I like in some ways that they don't get into what it is, but, the, but the other side is kind of like, what could that be? Yeah. You know? We don't need everything explained. Right. I don't think. Right. And I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't do that because it's not necessary. And it allows you to speculate. A lot of background jokes, too. Because, yes. like, oh, that's funny. There's just piles of this whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Funny. It's just yeah. the stuff, Yeah, you know? Yeah, um, it's the stuff. Can't get enough of the stuff, Exactly. Man. So now, Dak Shepard's mad that he broke his apartment. And he's the biggest idiot, man. Like, right. his performance, I find it kind of annoying, honestly. Do you? I do. Like, it's it's he's good in it. Right. But, dude, I think he's meant to be annoying, though, too. Because he's just okay. an idiot. That doesn't know anything and is mad that he can't watch his TV show and like poop his pants because this guy, <laughs> because this guy broke into his house somehow. So Luke Wilson realizes like something's up and he goes to the hospital because he's like, yeah, this experience, I'm, I'm supposed to be in this experiment. Like, I don't know what's going on, you know, <laughs> yeah. and he goes to the hospital because like he got drugs and stuff from right. the experiment. Like he doesn't know anything. 
and they're like confused uh, to what to do with him. Just I mean, the healthcare only... system's almost as bad as oh, it is today because it's but... <laughs> it's owned by the same corporation as Brondo. Yeah, probably and, is. And yeah. yeah, like you said, like I mean, what is a, a pharmaceutical company that we have today? Yeah, they are essentially just Brondo. You're right. Yeah, it, it is the same. We keep saying Brondo. Everyone who hasn't seen this, Brondo is like the energy drink. The Gatorade that everyone drinks in this movie instead of water. Yes. Like, it's just everywhere. Water is for the toilet. Like, that's what everyone <laughs> that's says. When you mention, when you bring up water to somebody, they say, yeah. you mean from the toilet? Luke Wilson, like, constantly throughout the movie, he's like, I just want to drink some water. They're like, like from the toilet? <laughs> yeah. So, Brondo is this, like, drink that's just omnipresent throughout this world. And at some point during the movie, they, they talk about how, like, the, com- the Brondo company, they bought the, the Department of Health and Human Services. <laughs> yes. And they bought, uh, you know, like, yeah. every, the FDC, every FDA, every kind of government organization that monitors um, the, the traffic of food. Yeah. Like, you, we, we know what happens today. Yeah. Like, these corporations have governments in their pockets. Yes. But in this movie, they just were like... I'm just gonna fucking buy the government. Here's a check. I, I mean, we, you're you're a subsidiary now. Right, like that's right. all it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like t- today, like you said, it does happen, but it, it's in the shadows. At right? Least, yeah. You know um, exactly. They don't. It's not just something right, we know. Yeah. At least we don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which the movie's commenting on that though, right? Because it knows about this shit's going on behind the scenes here. Right. Like this is just where we go. If we don't do something about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a possible future that it's just blatantly in the open. Like, that's the way the world is. Everybody knows about it now. <sighs> we're, we're, we're the government now. We're your owners. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, look, I obviously, you know, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, you, you, you know how we feel about a lot of these issues. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I, I, I want so badly for, I want so badly for our society to have a government that, that cares about people and a government that, that, that addresses our fundamental needs and is completely um, separate from all corporate life, from the private sector mm-hmm. in general. And there are people out there who, who want idiocracy to happen, not for the idiocy of it, but they don't trust anything to do with the government. No, no government yeah. entity is worth a damn. Uh, everything should be run by corporations. Well, this is what you're going to get, everybody. <laughs> you're going to get Brondo in charge of everything. They're going to try to water crops with Gatorade. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I don't think I can live in a world where I have to drink Brondo twenty four seven. If I did, I mean, like, or, or and and like my 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 food source was that slop. Yeah, popcorn you know? butter. Yeah, exactly. Is all I eat. Yes. Um, and my my lazy boy recliner has a built in toilet. I don't want that. And and you have the masturbation channel. Um, well, I, that sounds okay. <laughs> Dude, we already got that. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that like the cops come to Dax Shepard he's like I'm beating <laughs> leave go away I'm beating that is my favorite line of the movie is go away baiting yeah I, I mean like it, it's just <laughs> it's like like Fox News is also like yes. part of the network too. Like it's really funny. Like these channels. I mean, that that he put Fox News as like the the news source that survived everything. Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's got like this muscle man as the like desk reporter, and he's naked. And he's he's shirtless. Yeah, right. it's a bodybuilder dude. And then his co-host is this like Playboy bunny like right. wrestling gal almost, <laughs> with like huge boobs uh-huh. and just oh my god! Like this is what the world is. Because. Which makes sense. I mean, Terry Crews is the president. I mean, yeah, ex- uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, geez, God, that that guy, uh, President uh, Camacho, 
President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. Yeah. <laughs> one, of his, one of his middle names is Mountain Dew. Yeah. Like I said, everyone's named after products. <laughs> Oh man, but we'll get to we'll get to definitely uh, President yeah. Camacho. But yeah, he like when he's at the doctor, Justin Long plays the doctor. Yeah, he pops in for five seconds, um, drops a couple of f slurs, just like he did in the yeah. Barbarian. Um, you know, which is funny. See, in that movie, it was used to service something exactly. though. It's amazing, like yeah. the, just the, the the turn our yeah. society has taken. Exactly. You know? um, You're like, okay, I want this guy to die now. It's so weird when he says that word yeah. in the in Barbarian. Yeah. you know he's the villain. Yes, like, all he has kn- to do is say you it. know he's horrible. Exactly. In this movie, it's like, oh, that he's fine. It's it's not. Yeah, he's not fine. No. But in the movie, he's fine. Exactly. Like because it was just back back then. That word was used by any character speaking to anyone else. Our hero would say it, and you wouldn't think twice about it. Right. You know? Yep. I mean, ugh. Wow. Yeah, we, we, we did five minutes on this already. Right. Yeah. So yes. Justin Long is like, oh my God, he can't pay, and he sounds an alarm because <laughs> he doesn't have the barcode. Exactly. Just like today. Like you yeah, said. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's you know, true. People, people they, they, are, they have horrific injuries. They're really sick, but they can't pay, so fuck them. Yeah, yeah. So he... Um, Calls the cops. He gets arrested, right? Uh, yes. And he goes to court, and uh, Dak Shepard is his lawyer. It turns out, <laughs> uh, and and it's it's like Stephen Root is the judge. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And he's he's just he's doing great. His, he's he's doing like his voice that he does on King of the Hill. It, yeah, it's, he's just talking like Bill, and and I love seeing it. But he's got like this. Uh, he's got you know the, this futuristic hairdo. He kind of looks like he's in Hunger Games a little bit. Yeah, he does. And um, he's presiding over this show trial. Uh huh. And the the prosecutor is this dude who just like he just says, "Hey man, this guy's fucking guilty. I got evidence, and that's it. I'm out. Peace." And he and he first off, Your Honor, just look at him. Exactly, like yeah, that's just his case. Look at him exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and and he's, he he's as like Frito is as against him as the prosecutor and all the people like the revelers in the background who are just there for the trial. Yeah, they're because they're all so dumb. Right. They're just like, yeah, Andy, Andy broke into my apartment. This yep. guy sucks. Yes. <laughs> He's his defense lawyer. He's his attorney yeah. who's supposed to like give him a defense. Well, and he went to Costco for his degree. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he got into Costco law school because of yep. his dad, who yep. was an alum. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just that Costco has alumni is hilarious it's so to think good. about. <laughs> it's so good, man. And and when you walk into Costco, the creator says, Welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, dude. So he goes to jail now, right? Yep. He's getting a tattoo put on his arm, and it's asking him questions. The machine is asking him, like, who are you? What's your name? You know, and he keeps saying, like, like, I'm not sure about this, and, like, stop. And the machine thinks that he's saying his name is not sure. (laughs) And it's a a real who's on first, like, kind of joke. Very much Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, he, his name in this world is now not sure. So he, they put him in jail and he's like, oh man, I, he sees some other prisoner sitting on some guy and he's Full like, on just sitting call, on calls head. him out. He points right at him like right. you're next. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, I got to get out of here. And so he like goes to the, the prison guard who everyone in the world is the dumbest person you've ever seen in your life. Yes. Like no exaggeration. And he goes to this guy and he's like, hey, I'm actually supposed to be getting out of jail today. I don't know why I'm in this line. And the guard looks at him and smacks him and says, man, you idiot. 
get in that line. You're so dumb. Yes. Like, yes. Like, you're so dumb. You're trying to get back in jail. Get in the other line. <laughs> right. and so he leaves jail. <laughs> he just and and he's able to do all this even though he's of average intelligence in our world. Right. That makes yes. him the smartest person on earth in the future world. Yeah. And yeah, he takes tests when he's getting like put right. into prison. You know. Right. Yeah. Um. And and that whole thing of like uh the the guy says you dumbass get in the other line <laughs> like. The, the, the Fritos of the world who I've dealt with in my life uh-huh. are also this way. That's always been another thing that pisses me off is that yeah. like they think you're dumb. Yes. And, and they are yeah. just the dumbest sack of shit you've ever met. And they think that you're an idiot. Yeah. They're so dumb that right. they think you're dumb. It's it's really pretty shocking. Yes, you it know? is. I've met people like this, too. Right. Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> and I think that's the whole world. Right. That's the whole world. Yeah, it's every person that like <laughs> the, the only people who aren't like this are are Joe and Rita. And, um, yes. And, and Rita throughout all this is, as like out on the street, uh, doing her thing. Yeah. She, she like just went back into prostitution and she found that she could make money <laughs> without actually prostituting herself just by yes. telling people like the, the John will come up and she'll be like, well, Hey, can you wait a few days? Can you pay me now? And, and they're so dumb that they just give him money. They just yeah. give her money. Yeah. Um, and, and they forget that they had this encounter already. So they come back and they're like, Hey baby. And they're like, yeah. can you wait three days? Okay, sure. Yeah. And she's got like. She's got tons of money now on she's her. She's got like, this whole wad. She's got a huge wad of money. Right. Which I don't think she does anything with. She just kind of has it, right? I, they don't yeah, use it they don't for really, anything. No, they don't really use the money. They could have used in that some, for something. Yeah. Um, kind of and, a dropped thing that could have happened. Okay. And throughout the whole thing, too, she's always... she She's not quite... She doesn't really understand that it's 500 years in the future yet. She hasn't made that, that connection yet. Yeah, because the whole world is... Basically, like the street she used to walk. Yes, it's you know? not that much different for her. <laughs> yeah, um, and she's really afraid that upgrade is going to come by and yeah. find out about yeah, her. Yeah, she. Yeah, that's a like a funny through line joke. Right. Um, like she realizes she is five hundred years in the future. Like, like pretty soon now. And, yes. And like she's like, man, upgrade's going to be so mad. He's going to come get me. <laughs> and <laughs> Luke Wilson's like, dude. It's 500 years in the future. Right. She's like, it doesn't matter. That guy will find a way to get I know, me. I know. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a weird thing that she's still just obsessed it's with. It's funny, though. Yes. That, that's the kind of control like yeah. pimps have over these people. Right. They are just, they will get you. They, they, they instill that fear in you. Yeah, that's true. And they'll come. That's true. It doesn't matter. 500 years in the future. Yeah, I'll I'll get you. Yeah, you're right. That's not. I'll funny. get my money. That's not funny. You're right. The, no. Like the, it's 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 a, a really dreadful thing that like you know um someone has that kind of hold. It is over when somebody. you think about it. Yeah, but as a joke in the movie, it's I think the joke is funny. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. But you're right. The the idea of it is is definitely tragic and evil. It, it yes yes. <laughs> Pretty much anything in this movie, if you dive into the <laughs> core of it, it is horrible. You're right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what comedy is, right? It's yeah. built on these things and you this is how you look at it and analyze it through comedy. Right. Through this kind of analysis with this wide lens. The 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 discomfort and the, the things that things that we, we dread can be like uh yeah, reviewed this way if we if we can figure out a way to laugh at it somehow. Exactly. So now yeah, Joe goes back to Frito's apartment, right? Yeah. And he's like, Hey, you have to help me. Right. And he says, Hey, is there a time machine? Because it's the future, right? Yeah. Like, have you guys developed a time machine? <laughs> and Frito's like, yeah, we did. Let's okay, let's go. Uh huh. So and so the 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 movie 
they're they're just trying to get to the time machine, right? Right, right. That's that's the whole thing about the movie now. It's like we'll get to the time machine, we'll get back to my time. Exactly. Like he, yeah. they just keep bringing it up every time. Like uh, like Joe and Rita get into a, a, some kind of fix, they always talk about like getting to the time machine. Yeah. And like uh, Frito mentioned, it's, it's that, like that, the MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah. And and like Frito uh, took took them there on the promise of like you know. Uh, $11 billion or whatever. Yeah, because you know, he, he's trying to explain time travel to him. He's yes. like, oh, when I get back, I'll put money in an account, and by right. now it'll be like $11 billion. And Dak Shepard just is this blank stare like, uh. Because he doesn't really yeah. get it. He doesn't know what compound interest is. No, he doesn't is. understand he just anything. He, just, he says, I like money. And, and, and he's telling him he's going to have some. Yeah. So there, there it is. Yeah. And when they, when they like, eventually they, they pick up Rita on the way, um, and they go to Costco like which is in the middle of that of that garbage uh like yeah when scene. they reveal it's it's pretty funny when they reveal it cuz yes. they're coming up over this ridge of garbage yes. and they get over it and the camera pans up and it's just a it's a fucking city sized Costco building right you know just the big square warehouse but it goes on for 800 miles right this warehouse yes <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty hilarious to see it and when they enter it like they, they have to go on like another journey you know because they already did this whole long you know days of walking just to get to it uh -huh. now they got to do the same thing within Costco <laughs> And it's like that you hear like the the announcer say you know in row five hundred in row yeah. five thousand something yeah um you know you'll see this and it's like electronics it's two days that way yeah exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> and Joe says at one point I could use a Starbucks and and Frito's like we don't got time for a handy. <laughs> Because Starbucks now is like Starbucks is sex workers <laughs> yes. now. Yes, <laughs> when you get it, when you order a latte, it's you're getting jerked off. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there... and and like I loved too when um when we talked about the masturbation channel and then there's the violence yeah. channel with Ow my balls. Yeah. It, it's like the biggest show in America. Yeah. Oh my balls. And it's just some guy getting yeah. repeatedly like experiencing nut trauma. Yeah. And like the, the, the interface of like Frito's TV where it's, it's just a bunch of, you know, like yeah. apps and everything that looked alarmingly familiar. That is modern TVs. It's just it's exactly just filled with apps. Is. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you just you just toggle around and you click on something and there it is. You yep. can either you know like play with yourself or watch somebody <laughs> get get hit in the butt, hit in the, in the yeah. nuts. Yeah, it's there's nothing good on this TV. No, it's no. just that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you can drink popcorn butter, take a shit uh -huh. while you're sitting there, <laughs> masturbate at the same time, oh. and watch like some bodacious babe read the news and and, and you give someone <laughs> those things and they will happily sit there the rest of their lives and, yeah. and they won't they won't make a sound yeah um and and, and like the, the the biggest motion picture uh in america <laughs> the one that won eight oscars the previous year is yes. called ass and it's literally just a bare ass on the screen farting and jiggling yeah. Um. It, it's and and people are like, you see, like a full movie theater, and like yeah. Luke Wilson is sitting in the mo in the middle of it, just kind of like in disbelief while everybody's laughing around. Yeah. Him. It's like an Andy Warhol film. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're right. You're, you're that right. immediately, that's what went to my mind. You I was like, oh, correct. dude. Yeah. Andy Warhol survived another 500 <laughs> years, and this is what came out. <laughs> yes, that was some high art, Andy. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> when they reveal the title of the, because the narrator's kind of building it up about like yeah. the, the greatest film in history, like it's called 
ass. And it shows the marquee with just ass real big written on it. It's pretty funny. Great, great stuff. <laughs> um, so they're, they're going through Costco and they get arrested again, right? Well, we think they're arrested. Luke Wilson does because Frito kind of escapes. Maya Rudolph escapes. But Joe gets captured and he doesn't go to prison. They take him to the White House because his IQ test came back and he's the smartest man in the world. They scanned his barcode, found his test results, and they, they President Camacho was like, get me this man. Yeah, because he's going to solve all the world's problems because right. he's really smart. Right. <laughs> um, and we meet the cabinet um, the, the, the yeah. of President Camacho. <laughs> it's a bunch of idiots. It's a bunch of idiots. And it's awesome. You see David Herman is in the movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, he's really good. He's like Secretary of the state yes. brought to you by Carl's Jr. <laughs> he says that after a bunch of sentences because they pay him every time he says it. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. And they're all wearing these big, like, run DMC chains, you know? Uh, yeah. Ex- like, yeah. The, the that's big, their, um, that's their, like, ID. It's their, hu- yeah, the yeah. big hubcap sized, like, <laughs> pendant on a necklace is like their presidential yeah. seal. Yeah. It's I mean, awesome. it's pretty great. <laughs> it's like, that's how you know they're part of the cabinet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they got these giant chains on. President Camacho walks in, and Terry Crews looks like Terry Crews. He, he's just like jacked to he the gills, always, you know. T- he's never not looked like this. I think he was born this way. I know. Way. It's just for like 40 years, he's just like looked like just in the most amazing physical shape you've ever seen. Yeah. And... They've got him in this wig that's like... <laughs> I of, love the wig. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, and he wears sleeveless shirts and one of those big, uh, you know, like uh, presidential seals. Oh, yeah. And we're told that he is like the biggest porn star of all time yeah. and ultimate fighter. <laughs> and now he's president. Yep. That's um, probably how he became president. It, it is definitely the pro like what you'd run on. And it could happen today, everybody. Don't say it can't. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, it could happen. Conor McGregor, if he weren't born in Ireland, he would be the next president of the United States. Oh, man. You know? And Jesus Christ. Yeah, and he would beat the fuck out of any country that challenged us. He'd push them into submission, oh man. My fucking God. You know, I and there were, we're joking about it. There's millions who would vote for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Just because of who he is. Right. Not because of any policy he has. No. I mean, Trump got elected. Of he course. was a of TV course. personality and I don't think that's the only reason he got elected, but it helped. He was just an asshole. Like yeah, the, and he was a celebrity, and he he had no experience in any public service whatsoever. It's not the first time. No, Ronald Reagan was a movie star. Fucking our Arnold got elected. I mean, the, and countless I know. celebrities have been elected. You know, with, with with the only thing I'll say about Reagan, at least he was at least he did something in government work before <laughs> he became president. That's true. You yeah. know, Trump has never been to a city council meeting of any kind. He has never lifted a goddamn finger his whole life. <laughs> And he became president of the United States. And it will happen again. It's going like, to happen. It, it's, it, you know, it, it's, uh, yeah, boy, it fills us all with dread. I'm but. wondering, let's let's talk about Terry Crews yes, and his yes. uh, amazing physique yes. and uh, policies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. his great policy and his and his yeah. truly amazing performance. Yes, um, uh, like his Terry, James Brown-esque wow. nature. <laughs> I mean, when he's on screen, like it's it's impossible to look at anybody else. It, it, you know. Okay, so it's like James Brown from Rocky Four became president. That's what it looks like. <laughs> and he's built like Apollo. Yeah, and he's know? built like Apollo Creed. <laughs> He's, Man, he's just like he's up there, and he's got like the the whole thing of like a like a faith healer almost the way yeah. he talks. Yeah, and, um, and he's he's 
walking back and forth in front of the throng that is like the, the House of Representatives now. House of Representing. House of Representing, <laughs> excuse me. You're right. <laughs> and uh, and like President Camacho is up there and like th- there's a contingent who are against him, but he wins them back like within the same breath. Yeah. You know, like they'll be totally like, you know, fuck this guy. And then he says something else like, OK, yeah, yeah he says something right. cool. Right. Like, hey, we got Joe. He's going to figure it out uh-huh. in one week. In one week. <laughs> Yeah. Like he's, he tells the, 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 all the people, all the representing, uh, that, that Joe is going to solve all of society's problems in one week. Yeah. And the, the penalty is death of course, or prison if, if he doesn't succeed. Yeah. Um, so he's given limitless power <laughs> and total authority over the presidential cabinet and he has seven days. Um, it, it's, it's a lot of work in this. I remember the first time I saw it. Now, the stakes are very high, obviously. Yeah. But I, I thought to myself, A, it's a movie, so I know that that's, not, you know, whatever. But also, I thought, you know, if I was given seven days, I, I know that I'm the smartest person alive. And if if the president told me I could do whatever I wanted, I would just tell everybody to do, okay, you go here, you go here, and we'll do this, and we'll do this. And I probably would, you probably would figure it out. You could. In a short amount of time. Like, because there's things they're doing that are so obviously terrible that it's just okay. We reverse that and we and we we do this instead. Yeah, you know? it's really easy. Right. I mean, in a world like this, all the problems are so obvious. Yes. And any person could figure out what's wrong. Like, for example, the agriculture—they're watering their crops with Brondo because it has electrolytes, and it's what plants crave. And he cannot convince <laughs> them because they, they they just repeat. They've what been you said. mind washed by. The corporations. Right. Yeah. And, and, and they just say whatever, like, the ad campaign for yeah. the corporations. Brondo, says. how do we make more money? Well, we can just sell Brondo to do everything. Mm-hmm. Water plants with it. Yeah. It's in drinking fountains. Like, when he first goes yeah. to the hospital and, and he activates the, the, the spray, it, like, this green stuff comes out. He's like, what is this? Yeah. Take, take the modern-day water supply and just remove the H2O and put Brondo in those pipes. That's what this world is. It reminded me of like what Noah Cross would probably do in Chinatown if, if like you know, given yeah, like, right, just, like, yeah, totally, you know, we just keep going. Oh man, Los Angeles be in trouble. <laughs> exactly, Brondo is it. Yeah, so uh, he figures out that they're watering crops with Brondo, and he can't get them to switch it back to water. Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, but why? It's in the toilet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. And Brondo, it's what plants crave. Like, what? Are you, you're so stupid. Why would we put water on plants? And Rita is standing there listening to all this, just like shaking her head. And eventually what Joe does to convince them is he tells them that he can talk to plants. Yeah. The and narrator they, tells us. Yes. Yeah, it's great. And and the plants told him that the, it needs water, not Brondo. Yeah. Um, and they believe and that. And they believe it. <laughs> I love it. They're all standing out there, like by this dusty crop, and yeah. they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay." <laughs> oh man, and you know, like, what puts Joe into prison? Um, again? Yes. Like, like what? What I makes forget. him fall out of favor? He, um... Oh, it's because he because he switched to water. And it dropped Brondo's stock You're price. Right. That's what it was. And exactly. the, the society rebels against him. That's right. Because, because Brondo is broke now. Half the population was employed by Brondo. Yeah. And now, um, <laughs> because Brondo is no more and it's not it's not trying to water crops. Their stock plummeted 100%. Yes. It's zero now. 
and like we, we see like a, a, a video screen of like the Brondo CEO. Yeah. Um, and it's Thomas Hayden Church. Yes. Uh, <laughs> straight off the set of side, you know, yeah, right. he's just like, you know, and he, he's like, you asked before about like, you know, uh, companies like people who are in charge of companies. If, if everybody's an idiot, you know, how does this work? And, yeah. and he portrays the idiot. He's still talking like the same way everybody else does. Yeah. Um, but he's the CEO, which I guess is believable because, I mean, David Herman's a cabinet minister. Yeah. And, you know, right. here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and he goes back to jail. Yeah. Right. So um, and w- what they do this time, they chain him to a giant rock. Right. So he can't just walk out like he did before. Which is like that. that that's that's the smartest thing really that smart. anyone has done in this movie. Yeah. They they re- OK, <laughs> this guy got away just by walking around. Well, how can we make him not walk? You know, put a chain on him. Yeah, um, God, they're so dumb in this movie. Like <laughs> yeah. later, so his punishment is he has to like fight to the death in this like demolition derby. Yes, <laughs> like monster truck. Yes, match. <laughs> and and like the you know it's it's big stadium. It's the you know. they call it the rehabilitation, right? Because the, the the judge sentences him to one night of rehabilitation, and, yeah. and Rita's like, well, that doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, and and she finds out that it's yeah, it, it's just a death uh, demolition derby in which you die. Yeah. And um, it, it's a gladiator battle. Yeah. Like, everyone's in this giant, enormo dome watching right. this. I mean, the president's there, and he's got, like, ten first ladies. He's got, like, <laughs> all these babes are with him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, and <laughs> ten first ladies. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and and they're, you know, they, they bring out uh, Joe in this sort of hatchback. You know, just this tiny car. Yeah. And he's up against... Um, these uh, vehicles that are about, you know, 50 times the size of they're a, gigantic of a, yeah. monster trucks, right? Like think of a monster truck today, but it's like 10 times this size. The wheels are about about 50 feet high, at least, yeah. you know, um, and like the one is so in- enormous that it can't even enter the arena. <laughs> yes. like, it almost breaks the whole stadium. Yeah. So there's two of them that show up. They're giant <laughs> and and they have like these phallic attachments <laughs> to them. Yeah. Like one of them's got like this like little like jackhammer tip that keeps going like yes. like on the and front exactly and, and it pistons up and down. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely just it's, an it, erect. Penis. It's a giant cock. Yes, and then the other truck comes out and it looks like a fucking drill dildo on yes. the tip, and it's like <laughs> spinning around. Yes. You know? yes. And, and, and his and, car yeah. is is festooned with like a limp purple dildo. <laughs> yeah, like. It's one of these like like floppy flesh it's, ones. Yeah, it's like maybe three or four feet long, uh-huh. and it's just like flopped <laughs> over. Yeah, it's quite a statement. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and then the the third monster truck, like you said, is driven by Beef Supreme. <laughs> the guy's name is Beef Supreme, yes. and he's like, I guess, the ultimate gladiator. Uh-huh. He always wins. I don't know. And and <laughs> and this guy, Beef Supreme, um, it, it's Andrew Wilson, who was also in Bottle Rocket. Yeah. And he's the older brother of, of the Wilson brothers. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that, he's yeah. Luke and Owen's older brother. Okay, yeah. This this hunk that they hired. I was yeah. like, who is? Oh, that's right. That's the guy from Bottle Rock. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it, he he comes out and yeah, he's the ultimate fighter. I guess he's like it's kind of like Running Man, where there's yeah, like you know there's this is. dude who just like wins all these competitions. Yeah, and he is the crowd favorite, and he's gonna go in there and like you know uh, lay waste to Luke Wilson. Yeah, and um, event like. Joe uses his smarts to kind of like, you know, uh, just kind of run around and, and buy time a yeah. little bit while Rita is trying to get the cameraman who's filming all this to um, to go to the fields where uh, yeah. the water has been used to grow plants. Yeah, to prove that, look, they're growing. Look. Right. 
because they're gonna put it up on the on the jumbotron because she realizes that his feed is like going right up on the the screen. Right. Yeah. So whatever he films is gonna show up. She sneaks into like the the TV room, you know, where yes. you control what's on the TV, the control room, and she tells the guy, "Hey, they need you down here. There's an emergency," and he just gives her this blank stare, and then she says. There's a lot of like prostitutes out there, and he's like, "Oh, okay," and he yes. runs out there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I, and I love how, in when Maya Rudolph's performance, how she's constantly like shocked at the level of stupidity of everybody. Yeah, and she she never quite gets used to it. She's always just kind of like, "Are you fucking serious?" Yeah, you know, like like I, I, like even more so than Luke Wilson. I mean, yeah. she, her reaction to it is kind of almost like. Um, more appropriate. She's probably smarter than Luke Wilson. Oh yeah. Honestly, yeah. they didn't test her IQ at all in the film. Exactly. So, she probably is smarter than him. So, he outsmarts the monster trucks and they crash into each other and blow right. up. And then from the rubble, like you said, the the third monster truck was too big to get through and like half the stadium collapsed on it cuz it they're so <laughs> stupid. He's just trying to force this truck through this entrance. Yes. And it collapses on him and they think Beef Supreme's dead, but he's not. He comes out of the rubble with a flamethrower and a grenade launcher <laughs> <laughs> and tries to hunt down Luke Wilson in the arena. Yes. <laughs> and he he's like He's kind of uh, playing to the crowd too. I mean, he does like the yeah. Hulk he's doing Hogan. a Hulk Hogan. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. And <laughs> like, and and the president is 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 oh he's know, eating it up exactly. He's loving this. He, it's it's kind of like watching Commodus and the Gladiators. You yes. Know? Yes. Um. And he wants you know the crowd wants uh, Joe's blood and Beef Supreme's going to give it to him by any way they can. He eventually commandeers the microphone. <laughs> Beef Supreme. <laughs> His <laughs> I name. I can't believe I got to say this name. Uh. Yeah. And he tr- he tries to entreat and and tell him, look look everybody look I I I was just trying to help you you know I I you know I, I yeah. wasn't trying to, to upset anything and I just wanted to make plants grow and you know can you can you help and you, and you think in the, in a movie like this this is going to be the thing that turns it it doesn't yeah they're so stupid they don't care they don't understand yeah they 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 just hear this guy who's talking in that word that we we refuse yeah, we don't use anymore yeah um and. Uh, and yeah, Beef Supreme, you know, tries to kill him again with this flamethrower. Yep. And then uh, the whole time, uh, Frito has the cameraman. They're trying to go, you know, film the crops uh-huh. so that Maya Rudolph could show it the feed on the Jumbotron. Right. And they're so dumb. Frito and whoever the camera guy is, I don't know his character, but yeah, they're, they're out there right next to the crops and can't remember what they're there for because they're so dumb. And there's a Starbucks there and they're like, let's go get Starbucks. I mean, they, I, I go, oh my God, yeah, they, they stop off. So they get... literally have their order taken right at Starbucks. And then I guess that takes them a little while. And yeah. then they come back out and they don't film the crops. They get mad at each other and Frito punches the guy and the camera lands in front of the crops. <laughs> and, <laughs> and there's like one little bud in the, yeah. in the dirt. And that kind of hushes the crowd at back at the stadium. Yeah. And Frito somehow realizes what's going on. Yeah, because he goes to get the camera and is like, oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. he sees it's right he by the crop. And mission. then he remembers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and he starts running through the crops, you know, filming them. Yeah. All. And at this point, the crowd turns and they, they realize that, that Joe was right. Yeah. And uh, Beef Supreme is about to kill Joe. But right at the last second, President Camacho comes down and knocks out Beef Supreme. Yes. And Pardons Joe. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I feel like this is a little anticlimactic t- well, to me. I mean, I know um, the, the, the movie kind of falls the, apart. The movie a little, just stops. You know, yeah. Yeah. 
It does. You're right. They put a, a really abrupt period on, on the whole story. They kind of do. Um, but yeah, he's parted now, and uh, he solved the crop problem, I guess. Um, and now they're having a party at the White House. This is like a kager to end all kagers. It's at the White House. I know. Um, <laughs> and, and it feels like, yeah, it's, it's, it's the way... A lot of movies have ended where um, you know, there's always just some like uh, th- this atmosphere of people out on the lawn with uh, lots of beer. It's and the end of reveling. Encino Man. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, it, it's it's a cool thing. You want to be there and it looks inviting, but it's just weird the way a lot of movies. Joe is way. the Encino Man of this movie. He is. You're right. He was unfrozen in You're time. Right. Yeah. You're right. Holy crap. He is Link. Yeah. Um, you, yes, he he's, is. He's like the opposite intellect, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's Link. Yeah, the society is as smart as a caveman. Right. Actually, Link is probably smarter than these guys, like, probably. Yeah, Link, yeah, Link <laughs> is smarter than the people in, in Idiocracy. Yeah, 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 he probably is. Um, yeah, so now uh, they're talking about going back to the time machine. I'm going to go back to my time, and they convince Joe to stay, right? Uh-huh. They're like, hey, Joe. Uh, you need the lead, follow, or get out of the way. And he's like, all right, I'm, I think it's time to start leading. Yes. You know? And he becomes president. <laughs> and like, and Frito eventually takes uh, Joe, uh, the, the new, now President Joe, um, yeah. and the First Lady, Rita. Yeah. Um, he, they take him to the time machine. And we find out the time machine is just this like concession that was at Costco. Yeah, it's just uh, like a, an amusement park ride. Right. Called the time machine. And... Uh, <laughs> And and like the, the, at one point, like you, you see, like kind of the the uh, it's trying to teach you about to how society, you know, it's trying to teach you about history. Yeah, and, yeah. And and they they get it all wrong, of course. Um, yeah. You know, stuff like how they they essentially say that like uh, <laughs> Charlie Chaplin's evil Nazi regime. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Chaplin was in charge of Nazi Germany, um, and uh, they 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 talk about the United Nations, which they call the un. Yeah, the un unnazied the world. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like there's like dinosaurs with like like these knitted sweaters on them yes. with like the swastika that's i know i know that that image is really funny like two dinosaurs yeah. wearing like sweaters with We're swastikas Nazi on them. regalia I mean, yeah. oh man like they look like grandma knitted sweaters yes, exactly and so like someone's grandma was knitting the swastika into the sweater for a t-rex it's really it, it's weird it's a weird visual it's, you know? it's pretty funny though yes. man um and the the whole thing too of like he, he gives he gives a rousing speech you know after he's elected president yeah, yeah. um to to the the citizens there and and you know we're essentially kind of told that that apparently you know society is going to to rise again you know they're kind of alluding to that right right they're like okay and the, Rita and Joe they're the smartest people in the world and they had three kids and yes. they're the smartest kids in the world and you think all right well it's just gonna propagate you know right and we'll get back to the a good society right. But then it says, and Frito had 38 kids. And it's, the, it's the same as the beginning of the movie. Yes. Like, he's got like six wives, yes. countless children running around, idiots. And yeah, I don't know if it's going to get better. So, you, you're <laughs> yeah. right. I, I guess they are saying that it's, it's just going to stay the same. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, the narrator even says, I, I wrote it down here. Maybe he didn't save mankind, but he got the ball rolling. And that's pretty good for an average guy. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> I, I guess that's fair. Uh, the, uh, the, the only counter to that, though, is like what you just said about how, yeah. you know, if, if, For, if his main, uh, presumably Frito has a job. Vice in, President Frito, I think. That's right. He's yeah. the vice president. Um, so if, if he is out there having 38 children, all, you know, each one dumber than the last. Right. Then, yeah, th- this can't work. Um, we're, yeah. we're all just really, it's, we're truly doomed, even if someone from the past comes work. back and saves us. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's the end of the movie, pretty much. Yeah. that It kind of stops. I felt like we needed more after this, like, gladiator match. I felt like we needed a little more. Well, whenever a movie, like, you know, has, like, this just action set piece as as its as its climax, I mean, like, yeah. it, it, it almost always disappoints you. Yeah. Um, and in this case in particular, I mean, um, well, we talked about the, the things that have dated the movie uh, visually. Um, there are some truly dated aspects of this. Yeah, movie. that's true. Uh, the CGI is like, yeah, uh, wow. These monster it? trucks are CGI. I mean, and they look bad. And the crowd is CGI. Oh my god, and they, look they like are shit. Yeah, it looks horrible. You know, um, there's just like Sims everywhere. I know, I know. Yeah, and and I've seen like this this same technology used like today in stuff, and it's but I mean maybe it's a little it's marginally better. Dude, your fucking cell phone can like. Do this better I now. I know, you're right. Like, it, it looks bad. Yes. The, and this is the time, everybody, like, the turn of the millennium. Right. When CGI was blossoming, and there's a lot of bad stuff. I mean, I just don't know how we didn't notice it. Like, how we, could we not have noticed we it? We might have noticed it, but just didn't care. Maybe. Because we didn't know any better, probably. Yeah. At, I mean... We just see it and we're like, okay, yeah, that's what it looks like. Right. You know, that's, right. Like if you were, you know, you're playing PlayStation 1 in 1996, these are the best graphics I've ever seen. You know, if you <laughs> yeah. look at a PS1 game now, it's I like, know. wow. I know. Th- that guy's head is three squares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think it's just we didn't know. Well, we didn't know any better, Dave. I, 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 and I get that. And, and it's, it's. But it's bad now. And, and, like, I know that a movie like this is not counting on you to, like, be dazzled by its effects. Oh, you know? no, it's um, that's tertiary to everything. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and this is just kind of one of those things where you just look at it, and it's kind of impossible to ignore because we're, we're so, like, aware of these things now. It's kind of funny, know? though. Yeah. Because, I mean, the world we're in, in this movie, it's just garbage anyway. Yeah. So these crappy effects kind of just fit the You're world right. almost. You're right. Yeah. You're, that's true. <laughs> it, like, whatever whatever is, like, the best sort of e-bombs world, uh, like, technology <laughs> yes. you can apply to stuff is, like, going to fit. You yes. Know? This was, like, a pre-YouTube video. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it, oh, e-bombs world. That's, <laughs> that is perfect, man. Oh, my God. I'm surprised there wasn't an e-bombs channel. Did you watch the uh, post-credits scene? Yes, I did. <laughs> um, in which... Uh, <laughs> so throughout the movie, Maya Rudolph keeps saying, like, Upgrade's going to get me, uh-huh. you know? So we see a third pod open, and it's Upgrade, her pimp, <laughs> from 2006. He says, as, he's walk- as he dusts himself off from the, the journey, he says, I'm going to find this hoe. Yeah. <laughs> He gets out of the pod, dusts off his jacket, puts on his hat. Yes. It says, I'm going to find this hoe. <laughs> Dude, it was, it's so good. I love this joke because I was waiting the whole time. I'm like, is Upgrade going to show up at some point in the right. movie? Because she keeps saying it. And every time she says it, it, it is funny the way she delivers the lines <laughs> and stuff. Because Maya Rudolph's great in this. Yes. But 
just to like punctuate the story with this at the end it's like oh man that's awesome and that rita was right all along <laughs> she was right she was you that know pimp will find a way exactly. man to and, get his money and that, that mike judge <laughs> did this like pre the marvel universe you know like he, yeah it, this is long before anybody had any thoughts of like credit stingers and yeah. you know instead of clark Gregg showing up right um, yeah. we got just scarface getting out of, <laughs> of a coffin <laughs> talking about how he's gonna find somebody like like this is this is really predicting like the, the movie predicts a lot of things about about our current state and it really this one it really gets it right because it was like it even knew what movies were gonna be like yeah predicted iron man you know i mean no well iron man was like two years later like so yeah but, um, dude, I thought it was great. I, I like that better than the ending of the movie, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. It, it is better than the, than the real ending. I mean, what, what if they didn't do it as a stinger? What do you think? If that was just kind of the cliffhanger right after they say, you know, and they um, lived happily ever after, and then it cuts to him getting out. Um, you I think I, that changes? I, I, it, it would change it somewhat. It yeah. would still be kind of funny just yeah. because it's a funny idea. Yeah. But, like... I think that it happens after the credits, after you've completely exhaled and kind of accepted the the, the ending of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only thing that I guess my my beef with this and all credit stingers is it violates what Roger Ebert's one of his like uh, movie laws, which was yeah. when the credits begin, the movie is over. Yeah, um, it's supposed to be over. You know, but and it wasn't the first one to do this. Obviously, you had the the Ferris Bueller thing. You know. Uh, yeah, you've got there's there's plenty there's of them. There's been tons yeah. Of them. Um, Maybe maybe they could have done it during the credits, like they did with Rooney in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where he's like getting on the bus. Yeah, um, yeah. Like they just split the screen. Yeah, um, that could have been part of it. Uh, Gummy bear. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they were all warm in my pocket. Oh man, <laughs> they're all warm and soft. <laughs> bow bow. Uh, that fucking sad weird kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we need to do that movie. Uh, I, I love Ferris Bueller. I do too. Great All right. movie. Okay, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anything else about the movie you want to touch on, Dave? Um, during the uh, like when when we see the the law enforcement officers, uh, they have a special way of speaking. Um, they keep referring to people as part- particular individuals. Yeah, it's the way cops talk now. Cops talk like yeah, that, except it's dumbed down. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, and and the other thing, we arrived know, at the location and the perpetrator was contained and like that's the way they speak exactly. that's how cops speak nowadays and to hear cops talk like that it's it's always jarring because it, it doesn't sound at all like a normal person it's obviously. almost like corporate speak yes. except it's just cop speak it's like and they've been yeah they've been talking like an hr department since long before hr departments even existed <laughs> yes. um and it also sounds like vince mcmahon when he used to be an announcer back in the 90s uh-huh. uh like when when he when he wasn't the the evil Mr. McMahon character we came to know he yeah. was just the play by play man and in storyline he wasn't even the owner of the company but he talked like this and he would always talk about particular individuals mm-hmm. and and he he hated wrestling so much that he and he was so like ashamed to be associated with it he wouldn't even learn the names of moves and he would just say the oh what a maneuver like he called everything <laughs> a maneuver. <laughs> Yeah. And, and he talked and he said individuals all the time. Right. Yeah. And he just whenever whenever that one the the cop the especially the the voiceover cop is talking about it just made me immediately took me back to like mid nineties raw, you know like and that's what I want an individual you know it just sounded exactly like Vince McMahon. <sighs> yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> all right, dude. So would you recommend this movie? Uh, yes, I would. Okay. Um, yes, it's a, a really fun movie and it's Mike judge. I'll see anything he does because he's a very funny guy and I just like his take on things. Yeah. I'm going to barely recommend it, Dave. Oh, I don't love it, but 
it's it's good enough. Okay. It is funny enough. Yeah. But I find some of the aspects of it a little unsavory. Like, well, the language, of course, but I can put that aside because it's a product of the time. Right. But I think just the extremeness of how dumb people are kind of bothers me a little bit. But well, that, I remember you because I I, yeah. I really reacted well to Dak Shepard's performance, but you didn't. That makes sense. Yeah. That, like, yeah. I, yeah, I mentioned that at the beginning. Right. So, but yeah, I, I would recommend it. Okay. But um, um, it's not as great as I remember it. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Right. So, but um, yeah, I still would recommend it. Cool. Um, all right. So that wraps it up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast. Rate it, review it. Most of all, share it. Gets more dudes listening to the dudes. Or go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there. Yes. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, and, and well, we're on X and Instagram. <laughs> uh, look for Dudes on Movies. <laughs> and uh, our email address is dudesonmovies at gmail.com. I just rolled my eyes. I like, know. Yes. Like, what a fucking joke. Did you guys hear me roll my eyes out there? <laughs> All right, so Dave, what's the question of the week this week? Uh, the question of the week, uh, what movies about the future do you feel are the most plausible? All right, I like this one. Call into the voicemail, 628-400-DUDE. That's 628-400-3833. And stay tuned next week when we do 2011's Young Adult, directed by Jason Reitman and starring Charlize Theron and Patton Oswalt. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>